The Rogue Ghost, Episode 4 There I was, in the thick of our little spy game in Central Park, when the rogue ghost whips out these hacked shimmer rings. And let me tell you, they were no ordinary bling. These babies were like the James Bond of magical gadgets, sleek, powerful, and oh so cool. Greetings once again, my dear friends, as we embark on another episode of our enigmatic journey. I am the Rogue Ghost, and together with my steadfast companion, Rune Weaver, we are your guides through the twisting labyrinth of mysteries that continue to unfold before us. In this episode, we delve deeper into the core of our quest, in relentless pursuit of answers, all the while deciphering the cryptic clues that guide us like flickering lanterns in the night, ever closer to the elusive puzzle boxes and the enigmatic last Christmas door. In our quest to locate Elaine Partridge's sacred pear tree, Rune Weaver and I embarked on an intrepid expedition deep into the heart of Central Park. This sprawling expanse of verdant beauty held the promise of long-concealed secrets, and our resolve to unearth them burned brightly within us. However, our journey into the lush bosom of the park was anything but straightforward, for the ever-vigilant Cerberus Syndicate had now marked Runweaver as a person of interest, much as they had done with me, hopefully they had not linked her to her previous persona as Truthweaver. Faced with this dire predicament, Runeweaver decided to employ her wits and her repertoire of disguises to evade the pursuit of the syndicate's agents. Yet, to our dismay, it seemed that these sinister adversaries possessed an uncanny ability to track her every move, as though they could see through any facade she donned. Her valiant attempts to infiltrate Central Park proved futile, with the syndicate's presence casting a persistent and inescapable shadow over our endeavors. You hit the nail on the head, R.G. Those syndicate agents were sticking to me like glue. Picture this, we're strutting our stuff through the city, feeling like we're in our very own spy movie, but those Cerberus syndicate agents were like party poopers at a fabulous soiree, always lurking in the shadows, ready to crash our fun. It was like trying to dance in stilettos on a tightrope. We tried every trick in the book to sneak into Central Park, but those agents were like bloodhounds with a bone. I swear, I donned more disguises than a quick-change artist, but they still spotted me from a mile away. Relentless doesn't even begin to describe it, they were laser-focused, hell-bent on ruining our fun. It was like a puzzle where every piece was a surprise twist, and the answer was hidden in the depths of that iconic park. How could we explore its hidden secrets while dodging the syndicate's prying eyes? Now, that my friends, was the ultimate challenge. Returning to my backpack of enigmatic surprises, I retrieved a pair of shimmer rings that had once been my trusted allies during missions undertaken with my angel, and later as I evaded my former Spectre's ghost allies. These shimmer rings possessed a unique enchantment, 
distinct from the ones that concealed our youthful appearances. These rings had been masterfully hacked and reprogrammed to offer us complete and seamless disguises. However, their use had been sparing, ever since I went on the run from the unending pursuit of the Spectrus Order. These mystical bands harnessed the very essence of magic time to create illusions, and since the passing of my beloved angel, I had yet to encounter another enchanter capable of restoring them to their full potential. With these transformative devices in hand, we embarked on the intricate art of disguise programming. The rings absorbed the essence of our intentions, poised to morph us into anyone we desired at a mere thought. As I beheld these wondrous creations, my mind couldn't help but delve into the intricacies of enchanter magic and the crucial role these rings would play in the daunting challenges that lay ahead. Runeweaver's unique tattoo held the key to unlocking the full potential of her shimmer ring, an enchanting partnership that would serve us well in our quest for answers. Let me spill the beans on those shimmer rings, those little magical darlings, packed some serious glam. They were like our secret weapons of deception, wrapping us up in enchantments so powerful that we rocked up to Central Park looking like the sweetest elderly couple you ever did see. Trust me, every detail was meticulously programmed into those rings, we were total chameleons, blending seamlessly into the scene. This transformation? It was our golden ticket to slip past those syndicate agents without a single suspicious glance. They were too busy falling for the illusion of a sweet harmless elderly duo taking a leisurely stroll through Central Park. Those agents, dressed in their oh-so-bland attire, remained blissfully clueless as we ventured deeper into the heart of the park, one step closer to our elusive prize. Our triumph, though exhilarating, was to be short-lived. As we journeyed further into the depths of Central Park, our quest led us to the spot where the pear tree, or what remained of it, had once stood proudly. All that remained now was a solemn tree stump, a silent sentinel bearing witness to the passage of time and the story it held within. Amidst the tranquil setting of the park, our attention was drawn to an unassuming plaque affixed to the weathered stump. This modest marker bore witness to the enduring love story of Edward and Elaine Partridge, etching their names into the annals of history. It narrated the poignant tale of Elaine's deep love and unwavering devotion, as she had lovingly dedicated the tree in his honor following his passing. The discovery of this plaque, faded with age yet brimming with significance, sent a shiver down her spines. It was a poignant reminder of the deep connection that had once thrived between Elaine and Edward, a love that had transcended the boundaries of time itself. In that moment, my thoughts involuntarily turned to my own beloved angel and the profound loss I had endured. But as we stood before the tree stump and its commemorative plaque, the flickering lantern on the Christmas card served as a silent confirmation that we were on the right path. The mysteries of the past beckoned us onward, and we were determined to uncover the truth, no matter the challenges that were ahead. Let me dish on those Cerberus Syndicate agents lurking in the shadows. They thought they were slick, oh yeah, but we weren't born yesterday. They knew that Central Park held a clue, but beyond that? Well, they had hit a dead end. 
It seemed they were counting on us to accidentally lead them to the next piece of the puzzle. But, we had our wits about us. We weren't about to serve them any tea or drop a hint, not even the tiniest breadcrumb that might get them closer to the truth. Now, what we uncovered in Central Park. Oh it sent shivers down our spines, like a shot of pure adrenaline. It had that undeniable air of significance, you know? Our trusty Christmas card lantern, our mystical compass in this cryptic odyssey, it was practically doing cartwheels with excitement. It was like it was winking at us, whispering, honey, you've hit the jackpot. With its subtle yet deliberate pulses of light, it was practically begging us to dive headfirst into the love story of Elaine and Edward Partridge, a tale that held the very key to unlocking the location of that first puzzle box. But, of course, no adventure is truly complete without a little detour, right? Just as we were about to flip the page in the Partridge's love saga, we had a brief rendezvous with a Cerberus Syndicate agent on our way back to the hotel. Those Syndicate folks, always eager to crash the party. Satisfied with our small triumph, we made our way toward a secluded exit in the park, far from the well-trodden paths frequented by the syndicate agents. There, lurking in the shadows, we stumbled upon a solitary agent. Although our hacked shimmer rings allowed us to blend seamlessly into the surroundings, this opportunity felt too good to pass up. Drawing upon my expertise born from numerous encounters, I swiftly incapacitated the agent with a precise, calculated strike, rendering him unconscious and sprawled on the ground. With our captive now under control, we conducted a meticulous search of his person. Our diligence was rewarded with the discovery of a liberium, a magical release, a conduit to unlocking our latent enchanter power. Yet, the most intriguing find concealed in the agent's pocket was a seemingly innocuous piece of paper. While I harbored a hunch about its true nature, unveiling its secrets would necessitate temporarily relinquishing our shimmer rings and shedding our disguises. As our ethereal veils dissolved, the paper came to life, pulsating with an otherworldly energy. Its surface adorned with flickering illustrations of our likenesses. My hunch was correct. It was a rapirio, a magical paper compass, designed for tracking. This discovery held the potential to turn the tables in our perilous game. If the Rapirio alerted the syndicate when we drew near, it stood to reason that it could work in reverse for us, a tool to keep tabs on our relentless pursuers and gain a crucial advantage in this intricate dance of deception and pursuit. Well, allow me to spill the beans on that little syndicate encounter. While our suave rogue ghost was busy frisking the down syndicate agent, and let me tell you, he pulled off some fancy moves to incapacitate that guy, I had my eyes on a prize of my own. Imagine this, I spotted a wolf head tattoo on the agent's wrist, and you know what? It gave me serious deja vu vibes, reminding me of my own recent ink session. Isn't that just a wild coincidence? So, there I was, playing detective in our hotel room, pinning a photo of that intriguing tattoo alongside the agent's mugshot on our makeshift research wall. While I was doing my investigative thing, RG gave me the lowdown on Liberiums, or as he oh so casually put it, magic wands. Adorable, right? 
But trust me, these sleek metal tubes were nothing like the props a stage magician would use to pull a rabbit out of a hat. Picture this, right on top of the wand, there's a button with a cute little indicator, showing you how much magic time, or magic shots, as RG called them, remain in the wand. And here comes the kicker. RG whipped out his own Liberium from his backpack and showed me how it's done. He placed it against his neck and demonstrated how a magic shot gets delivered. Once injected, this magic shot lets an enchanter perform magic for a solid two-minute window. Pretty nifty trick, right? Now, here's the fun part. The agent's wand was a bit different from RG's. It had a wolf head embossed near the top, kind of like the tattoo on his wrist. I guess the syndicate folks are all about that branding game. But hold on to your hats, we hit the jackpot with this wand. It had a whopping 10 magic shots left, a pretty sweet addition to RG's stash of stolen magic time. And to top it all off, we now had a snazzy reverse RG and Runeweaver magic detector to complement our enchanted glasses. Our arsenal was growing, and we were ready for whatever magical twists lay ahead. Our insatiable hunger for answers propelled us to the hallowed halls of the Manhattan Library, our borrowed Reperio cunningly ensuring that we remain safely beyond the Cerberus Syndicate's reach. The catalyst for this research mission was the enigmatic photograph of Elaine Partridge that Runeweaver had earlier unearthed. After what felt like an eternity of relentless digging and sifting through dusty archives, we struck gold, a weathered newspaper article, its fragile pages a testament to the passage of time, dating back to the year 1912. This fragile relic chronicled the unwavering dedication of Elaine Partridge to the humble pear tree. The faded ink upon those brittle pages whispered of a connection between Elaine and the tree, one that transcended the ordinary and hinted at a bond of profound significance. Within the tattered and time-worn pages of this article lay a tantalizing suggestion that the ashes, reverently spread around the roots of the pear tree following Edward's earthly departure, concealed secrets far more profound than met the eye. It was crystal clear that Father Time hadn't been kind to the once majestic pear tree. It was like the universe itself had dealt a fierce lightning bolt of celestial judgment, shattering its branches and scorching its very core. And so, there we were, face to face with the sad remains of a tree that had once graced Central Park with its regal presence, reduced to nothing but a sad stump and a weathered plaque, like silent, weather-worn witnesses to the secrets that the tree had held close to its woody heart. Now, our quest, it had us standing at a crossroads. It wasn't just about waving a mystical wand and saying, abracadabra. No, it required more than just magic mojo. It demanded our fierce determination and resourcefulness, like a magical cocktail of grit and wits. That mystery, once tucked away within the pear tree's heart, it beckoned to us, teasingly elusive, like the juiciest piece of gossip you can't quite grasp. But let me tell you, the path to unveiling those enigmas? It was said to be a wild, cryptic ride, challenging as they come, my friends.
Until next time, my kindred spirits, keep the flame of belief ever burning.